0: Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello and
1: welcome to Nine Bob Note. I'm Paul Isles Rush. I'm Ken Moss. And we've taken a, a bit of a, a serious uh, step last week to commemorate the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, normal services resumed tonight. Uh, I think, Ken. It's your turn. What have we got for today?
0: Elections. I beg your pardon. Well, exactly. If you've got electile dysfunction... Yeah, we've got uh, uh, the local elections are coming up. Uh, in Lancashire, we've got the county elections as well. I'm not sure uh, how they coincide in other boroughs. Um, but this year, because of COVID, they're having sort of double elections for everybody that they didn't hold any last year. So they're having a couple of awards at a time this year, which oh. is quite unusual. But uh, although it's got absolutely naff-all to do with gay issues, I'm sure we can crowbar it in one way or another as just a topic of the week. I'll find a way. Exactly. (laughs) Now, to give a bit of history, I was a councillor on my local council for eight years in Hindburn, worked my way up to the heady heights of cabinet member. And, Paul, you watched my escapades stroke. (laughs) It was like watching House of Cards. It was, only... Half as entertainingly fun. I was certainly on the receiving end, but my all the way through, my one drive was to get more people interested, aware of what was going on, and out to vote. I failed utterly. I think the uh, the the general turnout at local elections it's between sort of twenty twenty five percent for local councillors. It goes up a bit when you've got. Uh, It might peak a little for the European elections, which is odd because nobody has a clue who the MEPs were when we were still part of Europe. And it certainly spikes for, say, things like the general election and referendums, when it might go up to sort of 65, 70% of the population vote. But it still leaves an awful lot of people that don't. Bear in mind, I used to go out door-to-door canvassing. We'd knock on every door, we'd leaflet every house. The ones that answered the door, you know, nine times out of ten, I don't vote and you think, I've been very unlucky. Because you, you realise, <laughs> when you look at the percentages, that one door in five votes. Yeah. And that might not be the door that answers, and you speak to. So you speak to a depressingly large number of people that just don't vote, but still expect to complain. Now, what's your view on this?
1: Yeah, it it's definitely changed since I've seen you in action in local politics. But it, it's always been surprising to me, because... In a way I mean, in a quite a big way, local councils, town councils, county councils they're the ones that matter the most, yes, because you've got the people and and hopefully most of the time, the people you're voting for onto the council actually live in the area mm. and care you know care about the area, know about it, and want to do things and want to make changes where it's possible. Whereas when you're voting in a general election, you are essentially nine times out of ten voting for a party. Yes, you're voting for the person who's going to be prime minister. And it wouldn't matter who, your lo- who was standing for your local MP. My MP, I don't think she's ever been to South Ribble. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> no, because who was
0: it before? It was, it it was Selma Kennedy, Kennedy wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. And again, she was sort of a parachuted in candidate. Mm. And I can't even remember the name of the, the sort of silhouette that they've got in South Ribble now. No, no idea. I think there was some controversy, actually, on on the LEP website. We mustn't call it LEP anymore. It's not Lancashire Evening Post, and hasn't been for about three years. But uh, the Lancashire Post Facebook page, there was outcry that the South Rebel MP had put a sign-up outside her office without applying for planning permission. There's two things on that. One, it's a really minor planning application, putting a sign up. Uh, It's it's not like building a five-story extension without (laughs) applying. We'll just apply for it retrospectively. But on the other hand, it's probably the first time a lot of people have actually found out who she is and where she is. That's probably why she did it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, she is hopelessly ineffective. Yeah. She's so bad, I can't even remember her name. And that is unusual. Uh, Whereas, you know, next door, in Chorley, they've got Lindsay Hoyle, who's a good man. Mm -hmm. Um, In Ribble Valley, they've got Nigel Nigel Kennedy. Uh, Nigel (laughs) Kennedy. (laughs) No, he doesn't play the violin, or But he works hard. But again, Nigel Evans is quite a well-preserved middle-aged man, and he has always had a younger man on his arm. All the the locals know it where he lives. It's a beautiful town called Pendleton. Oh,
1: nice. And
0: I've bumped into him a few times in his local pub. He's a genuinely nice fella. And when it all came out, you know, that uh, somebody had, had accused him of a sex offence, as they do, and he he got acquitted because there was no, answer, no case to answer. But all the locals rallied around him. Now, you don't do that for somebody that doesn't do the work or that isn't uh, a decent fella. Yeah. Which that spoke volumes to me about him, and now there's resentment because he's got quite a way up in that. He obviously people just resent it, and they hated it more
1: because he was gay. Yeah. Well, there we go. We got the gay angle. We got yeah. the gay with crumb
0: on <laughs> that one. In uh, ding ding. I mean, it's, it's not a specifically gay issue. It does. I do find it a little bit disingenuous. we've we've kind of got over it a bit now, but there's not been many openly gay politicians. And whenever there have been, they've sort of tried to use it against them. Yeah. And now, thankfully, that is backfiring because nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Well, nobody who counts, (laughs) nobody who (laughs) votes. So the, uh, the rather moralising angle of this episode is basically go out and vote, boys and girls. Like you said, it is more important to vote in your local. You have half a chance of actually knowing who your local councillor is. Yeah, they are going to be round and about. Most of them now are on Facebook and do try and interact. I thankfully, you know, you, you saw the uh, the outright abuse that I get. I did. I was quite proud of myself actually, because the you hear a lot about yourself on Facebook that you didn't know about yourself. I was both an inveterate womanizer and a devout homosexual. So yeah, I worked hard to get that accolade. It's <laughs> a yeah. so wonder I had time to go into the council chambers. I had energy to get out of bed. <laughs> But they are on Facebook. They are on social media. So interact with these people. And But I would advise you, if you want something doing, if you want your area improving, don't start by insulting those people. They're just normal people who've stood up to try and make a difference. Obviously, every now and again, you're going to get a bad egg naming no names. We know who you mean. You, you know who <laughs> I mean. I know who I mean. And a lot of Heinben know who I mean. <laughs> The bad eggs are very rare. There are no brown envelopes. It just doesn't go. It's impossible to get away with anything at local council level. Can't speak for MP level and don't get me started on the county councils, which are a huge black hole of money and should all be abolished. But have you? do you know who your councillor is in Lost or one of them?
1: I, I do know one of them who's on Facebook and he... He's called Matthew something, <laughs> but he's really good. He puts messages on all the time. There's also another one, and his name begins with G, And but they're really good. They always respond to messages, and a lot of the time, it's stupid stuff. There was uh, there was the, uh, the, the, the thing which I think we both encountered on Facebook the other week, where there, there was a guy who had had complained about something to his borough council and they had not done anything about it because it was the town council's...
0: It was the county
1: council. Yeah, the county yeah. council that should be doing it. But yet he directed this huge tirade of abuse at the borough council. <laughs> it, it, they hadn't essentially marched down to the county, to county hall and dealt with the problem themselves. But yes, our local councillors can't always get stuff done. I mean, especially in local council, there's very little money that is that's just floating around to do mm. odd things. And so they do have to make decisions that aren't always popular. But I think, yeah, I've definitely we've definitely got more value for money out of those guys than we have out of uh, our MP.
0: Like I said, the uh, the previous MP in my borough was Graham Jones, uh, who was worth his weight in gold for the sort of the stuff that he he used to. He was active all the time. Mm. I mean, that was an, another example of a job where. You never really have a day off. Yeah. You're in London four nights a week. You come home on Friday, you've got surgeries all day. You're invited to this, that, and the other all over the weekend. And in between that, you've got to see your partner and your family. Yeah. I mean, it's something, it's something daft like £76,000 a year. Yeah. Break it down. It's not a right lot of money. And it's, oh, yeah, they claim £150,000 a year and expensive. Yeah, that's to run the borough office in the constituency and pay the staff to work there. And my my major beef with people in general is that they complain about politicians. Oh, they're all the same. This is it's looping back to prejudices. Yeah. Well, I'm not prejudiced. Oh, bloody MPs are all the same. <laughs> well, you are then. The good ones, and there are, the majority of them are, but like I say, we there are ones that they're parachuted in to win an election and they're never seen again. They're mm-hmm. not... They, So I can understand why people's resentment builds, but just scratch the surface of what they actually do before diving in. You know, they should work for nothing. Well, I'm sorry, Pat, you wouldn't work on the till at Morrisons for nothing because it's helping people buy the weekly shop. Yeah. Why should these people do it for nothing? What are they? It's a job. Yeah. And at the end of it, after five years, if the public say, well, we've had enough of you, whether you've done a good job or not, you're out. Yeah. There's no performance exactly. related. <laughs> it's just whatever, whichever way the wind's blowing on that day. So I'm not sure I'd go back into it. Mm. But I do feel sorry for those that are in it and that are really trying to make a difference.
1: Yes. And another thing that we, I think we both always said is all of those people complaining, all of those people making up lies on Facebook, tweeting horrendous abuse to counsellors and MPs, you have absolutely no right... You have no right to that anyway. But if you haven't voted, you have no right. (laughs) Go and vote, even if you're voting for someone you know isn't going to win. That then gives you the right to complain, not abuse... Complain, but if you don't go out and vote, then you're just going to have to shut up for the next few years until the next election.
0: Well, as I say, a fifth of people vote on the whole in local elections. It would be amazing if every single one of the commentators on Facebook, Twitter, etc., just happened to be the 20% that have voted. I oh, somehow yeah. doubt it. <laughs> So, yes, get out there and vote, boys and girls. It might not seem important, but it is. The ones closer to home are the ones that can actually affect the things that you see every day around you. It's time for Screening Queens. (laughs) This one's very easy for me, because I'm very into um, politics and political stuff. But I've always preferred the comedy. Yes. So the one that I would recommend anybody to watch, it's, it's, it's old now. I mean, it's um, sort of 35, 40 years old. But it's um, a series called Yes Minister, which then became Yes Prime Minister. Spoilers. <laughs> so if you're into politics, it's well worth hunting down. And that was the series that gave us the classic Sir Humphrey which most people have heard of in reference to the civil service, even if they don't know the series. <laughs> but have you ever seen it? I've
1: seen, I've seen a few episodes here and there. It is very funny.
0: Yeah. It's set in a, a fictional government department in Whitehall. And I noticed that the thick of it, years later, they employed the same trick. Yeah, The thick of it was a completely different beast. Of the two of them, I prefer Yes Minister. But the thick of it is very good as well. So, Feather Bowler.
1: Yes, this week, I think this is something that's very important. And if we can get one person to go out and vote in a local election, we've done something good. Yes. So I, I think this is very, very important. I'm going to give it five feather bowers.
0: I'm going to say, uh, it's a five out of five for me as well. Um, It's one of those things I feel very strongly about, that people should make the effort, the ten minutes that it takes to go to the polling station. You don't even need to do that. You can all register for postal voting, and it comes to you. (laughs) Uh, And you can do it weeks in advance. You can even, if you don't have time to go to a post box, you can even take it to the polling station on the day, and it'll still be counted. So... There really is no excuse not to vote, particularly if you're a whinging bastard who just uses Facebook to vent. <laughs> so get out there, boys and girls. Yes, yeah,
1: so get get out voting. And when you get back, we'll be back with another Nine Bob Note. Until then, we'll see you soon.
0: Bye, everyone. Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles, Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman... And the programme was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.